Welcome to the State of Chiropractic Podcast. This is presented by the Chiropractic Defense Council, and I am your host, Baron Hoig, and I am thrilled you've joined us today. In the chiropractic profession, we understand the importance of staying informed, staying connected, and staying inspired. That's actually why we created this podcast. It's a platform dedicated to exploring the defense of chiropractic and how it affects your ability to serve the communities that you live in. In each episode, we're gonna dive deep into the latest issues surrounding the profession, industry trends, legislative developments that have shaped the landscape of our profession. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews with renowned experts, practitioners, and advocates who are driving innovation and positive change within our profession. Our mission at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to provide a voice for chiropractors everywhere, defending your rights, promoting patient-centered care, and championing the value of chiropractic in the healthcare ecosystem. Through this podcast, we aim to educate, empower, and organize the chiropractic community. So whether you're a seasoned chiropractor looking to expand your knowledge or an ally of the profession, you're in the right place. We are here to share insights, debunk myths, and spark meaningful conversations that will shape the future of the profession. Before we begin, a special thank you to our incredible profession who make this podcast possible. Your commitment is truly commendable, and we could not do it without you. So... Get ready to embark on an enlightening journey as we explore the state of chiropractic. Together, we'll uncover untold stories, discover groundbreaking research, and delve into the fascinating world of chiropractic. And don't forget to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, stay connected with us through our website and social media channels where you can share your thoughts, ask questions, suggest topics for future episodes. So thank you again for joining us today. Now let's dive into the world of chiropractic and embrace the limitless possibilities it holds. Welcome to the State of Chiropractic podcast. All right, everybody. We have another amazing episode of the State of Chiropractic. So I'm Baron Hoig, the executive director. Uh, I'm excited to talk with a friend of mine. Uh, We've been friends for a very long time. Um, You know, I say that pretty much with everyone I interview, but I've been in the industry for a long time. So I'm I'm starting with the people that I know that are doing amazing work. So today we have Brad Cost, who is the uh, owner of Infinity, which is an EDI company um, that operates in the United States primarily, um, that focuses on that that exchange, that interchange between a chiropractic office and insurance companies. And that's really, Brad, I think that's where we first got to know each other when I was back in the world of coding and documentation. And we got to know each other and just really hit it off. Uh, but I want to, uh, we'll get into all that here in a minute. But first of all, thank you so much. You're coming from the grand old state of Oklahoma. Um, and uh, I know you're an Oklahoma State fan. So we're rooting for you this year. Uh, oh, we're, yes. you know, <laughs> well, thank hey, you. Baron. Yeah, Baron, thanks for having me on today. You, you know, O State, we'll see. We had a terrible loss, but yeah, let's get back to the chiropractic. You know, I do believe you and I've known each other for a long time. I've been involved in analytics all the way going back to when I first bought Infinity with the state of Oklahoma. They were one of the first states. They had an IPA and they were really looking at driving reimbursement by getting their doctors to stay within analytical norms. Now, that's still important today, Baron, but man, we've come a lot further and we're using data and analytics in totally different ways, not in not dealing just with reimbursement today. Yeah. And that's, that's what I really want to get into today. So our, our, our focus of this interview is looking at how data has largely been used against us forever because we have never really used it to our advantage. So therefore it can be used, 
against us. Like, and that's the thing with statistics. Like I want to be very clear between data and statistics. Statistics can be manipulated. Those are just numbers that yep. can be right. directed any way you want, which is typically what's happened to us, especially, and we'll just use the cosm of reimbursement in the United States with insurance companies. So they'll grab these data points and then they'll spin them to tell a story, which has historically been used to keep reimbursement lower, to restrict access for chiropractors, to show validity for shorter treatment plans, things of that nature. And because our profession didn't have its own data, because we weren't organized, which is my big word, all of you that listen to my podcast, you know I'm huge on getting our profession organized. But when we have this, now we can kind of flip the script. And that's really what I want to talk about today, because you're the first individual that I've encountered. um, And I'm pretty good mover and shaker in this industry. You're the first person that's really been beating that drum as long as you have. And now you've put your money where your mouth is and you've really offered the profession something we've never had. And it's getting used in really, really exciting ways. So just to kick everybody off, just Brad, talk a little bit about who you are, why you got into this kind of, kind of the path that got you to where you are right now. Well, I'm the chief executive officer of Infinity, as you mentioned earlier, and Infinity is really a national claims clearinghouse. That's how it started. And I was collecting all this information, Baron, and and trying to use it mainly for helping reimbursements. Tyros everywhere have been put in boxes, Baron, uh, boxes and walls that they don't even know exist around them. Because the payers have been looking at their data analytically, they have been throwing up smoke and mirrors uh, to prevent those reimbursement numbers from going up. And you're absolutely right. The simple fact is nobody else in the profession, nobody else has got really that funnel to collect the data. That's yeah. that's one of the big things is a practice management software system can't do it because there's a limited audience there. Yeah. Uh, to really grab claims in the beginning, you have to have this funnel that you can collect them from all different practice management software, collect the other side of it that's coming back from the payers. But the fact is they didn't even know they were locked into a room and smoke and mirrors prevented them from growing and their reimbursements from growing over their time, Baron. And, and we are where we are today. Yeah. And reimbursements have not grown over time as expenses have they've actually shrunk over time and so i just stepped in saying listen i have all this amazing data what are we going to do with it and you know i I did the reimbursement thing for so long i thought man i'm not making much inroads here but there are some amazing conclusions that we can come to when we look at the data just for the data itself Mm -hmm. And I had built an analytical platform company that we were building just analytical platforms, using that raw data to to understand patient outcomes, uh, look at patient populations, things beyond reimbursement. And it struck me, we can use this information to prove that chiropractic is one of the best services out there. At least they're equal to primary care for sure. Because those comparisons had never been made. Yeah. And and the research that was being done was probably not based on a comparative kind of, but they just didn't have the data to do large data set types of things. And when I talk about large data sets, I'm talking about, you know, a typical dive that we dig into uh, could be 200 million encounters. 
you know, where, where statistics is no longer significant. You are so accurate because I call it one-on-one data where you, you have a claim or an encounter form or the reaction of that to back up it. You're not statistically fluffing it up like the government does many times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so huge, you know, cause I've, you know, many of you know that I, I was the executive director of a state association and you and I really got a lot closer when I was in that role, because now, you know, I kind of had a state, I had, you know, about 2,500 doctors that, that we had, and we wanted to do the same thing for the state of Ohio. We were very actively pushing at that time to build better relationships with insurance companies, do a better job educating them on the effectiveness, right? In chiropractic, we kind of get stuck in this thing, assuming that insurance companies really want better outcomes for less money. Well, that's not really, they say that that's a great soundbite on a flyer, but when you get to the inner workings of an insurance company, that's not always the case. There's so many incestual kickbacks. There's so many relationships with DME and pharmaceutical and things like that, that they don't always want people getting well as fast as possible. Like the, the mechanism of healthcare is really, really broken, but that aside, so we don't go down that rabbit hole. It was awesome for me because one of the things that you did for state associations, and you still do this today is if they work with you, you'll give the state association access to the de-identified data so that they can use it in defending their members and say, wait a minute, no, there's not overutilization or no, there's not. Here's the real data of the claims that came in for that particular payer on this many subsets. So it, it empowers us away from the theoretical truth that chiropractic loves to live in. Like we, we know what we do works. We just really don't know how to prove it. <laughs> At least historically, we hadn't. That's what I love so much about what you're doing, because now you're creating this incredible opportunity for people to take real data that could stand up in court and say, here's the truth of what's happening. And then inadvertently what's happened between relationships with you and and amazing people like Dr. Jay Greenstein and the strategic plan uh, for the futures of chiropractic. We're now able to go even on a larger scale and look at what this data is working. And and we're starting to have conversations at the Defense Council now about taking on some legal action against insurance companies that we can now prove through data are really defrauding their their providers. And so it really puts us in the offensive. Yeah, absolutely, Baron. And, you know, I didn't I didn't make the decision to do and share this data with people with the state associations that were my client. I give it to every one of them. I went out and just said, Hey, I went to Cairo Congress and I said, tell me who every executive director is in America. And I gave them access to their state and to the national to let them look up because there's far more than just financial. Oh yeah. You know, there's lots of things in there about how you're processing claims. What are the rejections? What are the errors? How are payers not reimbursing from a financial sense, but what are they denying as far as claims, which you and I both know Mm. that's a whole nother rabbit hole that you can go down of just the denial schemes that are put out there uh, to put it off. And so I gave it away and uh, we're doing two more really cool things with that. In in um, November in Hawaii at the Cairo Congress, we'll be releasing for the very first time a warning network. We're taking and leveraging machine language and artificial intelligence to start looking at those payer streams constantly to say what is odd today than it was yesterday, last week, last month, last year. What is odd? 
and pull it out and just pass it over to our artificial intelligence and say, keep looking at it. Well, if it lasts longer than 30 days, it's no longer an exception. Yeah. Something has changed and it passes it over to the next updated version. That'll say, let's figure out what this is. Did we get a claim that had two services and, and they only paid one of them and bundled them together? We could conclude that's probably some form of bundled reduction of services. And then we take and put a warning out. It becomes this warning. And just like weather warning, there's a network that it goes out and sends every state that's involved, every national player that's involved. So for the first time, we can start using data in an early warning when it's first happened. So we can be more proactive about what needs to happen at the state level and at the national level. We're not just constantly reacting months and months down the road. Yeah, it's typically six to eight data. months before you catch that stuff, right? Absolutely. And by then it's so it's so big that it's hard for an average office to do it. But if you can catch that on a month by month basis, that's insane. That's fantastic. I wasn't aware of that update coming. That's fantastic. Yeah, then the next thing that we're doing, we started in January. I sit on the board of uh, governors and trustees at Oklahoma State University and also on the board in the College of Business that oversees uh, the College of Business has a data analytics master's degree hmm. uh, rated. I was just looking rated number nine in America, and it was founded by the founder of Cerner Software, James Patterson. And he endowed this program to create these amazing analytical data scientists, we call them in the profession. And they're really, they're really trained to look at big data sets and make determinations what's happening with that data. It could be business processes. It could be healthcare. Uh, you know, those students are employed at Walmart, at FedEx, at UPS. I mean, all kinds of places, but we we keep about four of them around. We have two full-time data scientists on top of the interns that we keep around that are constantly helping us make the things like these dash uh, happen. And one of the things that we're doing this year is after talking with research committee work group on the strategic plan, they just don't have access to the data to do high-level comparative kinds of study. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we are building the first chiropractic data lake that has ever existed or probably will ever exist. But it, we hope to get every chiropractor in America, every practice management software system, every EMR uh, to contribute to this. So we have this huge, and that's why it's called a data lake instead of a database. It's a huge level of claims, EMR records, and patient surveys where patients can be surveyed before and after uh, an episode to find out how how were, how were you when you first went in? How are you going to be after you were? How many visits? What were your overall perceptions with pain skills and those kind of things? And by combining all of this data, uh, Baron, now the researchers will have access to it in an unlimited way. They don't have to yeah. pay for it. It's not, they can do the kind of research that they want to with all of the available records, not in real time, but really close to real time. That's incredible. It is incredible. We're building yeah. this. The university is helping me build this AI query tool, which is much like chat GPT, but it can only work within the walls of the data lake. And so a researcher or somebody that's looking at a regional study, they don't have to understand programmatic language. They just go on and type a sentence that says, hey, I'd like to look at 
males in this region that had this diagnosis. And that will turn that into programmatic language that will go out and query the data lake. It'll grab up and sane through the data that match, matches those kind of query statements and return it in a way that the researchers can instantly use. That's incredible, man. That would be, and, and if you're listening to this and your mind is just kind of large, like it's literally a Google for chiropractic data. Like it, it's literally, it makes it that easy for those people that are looking for something specific because we're trying to solve a problem or take advantage of an opportunity that exists in healthcare. We're not scrounging, which is, you know, one of the battles that we've been trying to fix as well with the CDC is we've always been so reactionary because we're never prepared so that when right. opportunities present themselves, we've then got to organize. And most of the time, by the time we organize and have our shit together, we miss the opportunity. Right. Yeah, and so. It. And that's, that's what's beautiful about this. So I want to talk about one other thing, and, and this is probably going to be targeted more to our U.S. listeners because of, of obviously the way that, that insurance works here is very different than it does in other countries. Um, but I know there's a problem right now where everyone, because you know, I've been recommending your services forever because I just have been a friend and you, your customer service has been bar none the best. But there was a period of time where you know, trying to find an um, EDI company was necessary. Well, now all of a sudden, all the insurance companies are offering them for free and you get these direct links. And I, I want to challenge that. And I want people, I want to give you an opportunity to comment on this as well. But think about it, people. Why are they giving it to you for free? <laughs> I mean, it's the bare minimum exchange and none of it's going to be in the favor of helping you. And then you have you have everything that that Brad has just said. And I believe you're right at like $75 a month, I think like that. And then, then maybe after a certain it, amount of claims, six, it's a- $66 a month. We, we're trying to get it as cheap as possible. We're trying to give all of the transactions away that we can for free so we can model the entire cycle. Not only yeah. the claim coming through, but what's being returned in payment and errors and denial. Again, this new data lake is not solely based on financial, Baron. Yeah. This is done for research to see how patients are reacting to chiropractic services too. Yeah. And that's in, in like, I, I have a cash practice. And so I'm going to connect with you, even though I don't submit a single claim, not even to Medicare, there's still data that I want in that yep. data lake, right? And that's been one of the biggest things we've missed in our industry are those offices that maybe are a higher cash volume. We want to show that longevity. We want to show those patients choosing to continue to keep getting care, even when it's out of their own pocket. That's data that we can use in fighting the reimbursement side as well, that it's not just a money mongering thing like our practitioners are wanting to see patients two to three times a week. It's happening on the cash side where patients are paying themselves, right? So you get, you get to show that there is a standard of care within this profession that isn't based on reimbursement, even though that's what the insurance companies are, are claiming and why they create some of the reimbursement protocols they do. So even if you're a cash practice, I'm highly recommending that you connect with Brad. Now, let me ask you this, and I didn't prime you to this because we do have international individuals. Is this something you want to keep to the U.S.? Because that's where the obviously the largest sum, or if there were Canadian or Australia or New Zealand chiropractors that wanted to connect just to make sure that their data is in that, that lake, is that still a possibility? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it goes beyond just me. It goes beyond because this is going to ultimately, I am going to donate and give this to the chiropractic profession because it's bigger than me. It's bigger than infinity. It's bigger than you or the state. This is something that needs to live, live on and grow in longevity. Uh, but I do want to oversee it along 
with guys like Jay Greenstein, Dr. Jay Greenstein, you know, he, he's got the same mindset that yep. I do. He's fighting this battle alongside me, a uh, national spokesperson for me, but there are a lot of people. Yeah. And again, we, we have a tendency to go down the financial, but just think about cash practices. They still may be doing amazing things with adjustments, just healing people, Baron. Chiros have this amazing two sets of tools <laughs> that nobody else does. And, yeah. and we want to find out what is the best outcome for the patients. Got nothing to do, has nothing to do with money. Right. And and cash docs will be contributing to or should be contributing to that because what they're doing is important. Too. And so it's it's looking at alternative medicines. It, it's looking at manipulations, but ultimately trying to determine what are the best things to do. And, and if we find some type of, of treatment that 200 million, as an example, uh, patients have better results because of this type of treatment, then I think that's important that a doc think about that or at least least know about that and i plan on having ways to deliver that on their on their cell phone before they go in and say the patient presented this way and here's what 200 million other patients did that got the best outcomes that's important way beyond the financial too because uh, just because everybody all over the world can can benefit from that kind of knowledge 100 percent. yeah absolutely listen i I am, I'm just so grateful for you. I'm grateful for your heart. I'm grateful for your compassion, for your philanthropy and and the work that you do. You don't have to, our profession's a small profession in your world. (laughs) For some reason you fell in love with us and we appreciate it. Um, But I thank you for your work. So those of you that aren't familiar, go to infinity and it's EDI at the end, right? So it's I-N-F-I-N-E-D-I.net. Yep. And, you know, we've got some videos. We're out there. Google us, our Facebook page. We're constantly updating uh, where we're at across America, where we're speaking. We just came back from the Michigan Association of Chiropractors. They have jumped on the bandwagon in a great way. Yep. Their leadership gets it, you know, and uh, and their doctors that we were just busy the entire time. Their doctors are asking great questions and being part of it. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but there's a good group of doctors there. And and that's true with many, many states, yeah. not just Michigan, but that's where we were this weekend. Please reach out to me if you've got questions about how we can help you, how we can include you. Uh, I am all for that. Well, I love it. I love it. And listen, at the end of the day, data is king, man. It just That's is right. where we're headed in today's day and age. It's the new version of evidence-based. Evidence-based used to mean documentation and research, but now we're finding it's data. It's data, 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 being able to provide validity in what we're doing and why we're doing it. So we love you, Brad. Thank you so much again. Thank you to you and your team uh, for your commitment. And I can't wait to continue to serve with you as we head down the road. You bet, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. All right. Be well, my friend. And that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of the State of Chiropractic Podcast brought to you by the Chiropractic Defense Council. I'm your host, Baron Hoig, and it's been a pleasure to delve into the world of chiropractic with you today. We hope that this episode has provided you with valuable insights and perspectives on the ever-evolving field of chiropractic. Our mission here at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to foster education, awareness, and advocacy for chiropractic professionals worldwide. And we're grateful to have you as part of this community. Remember, knowledge is power. 
And it's crucial to stay informed about the latest advancements, research, and legal developments in chiropractic. By empowering ourselves through knowledge, we can make informed decisions, advocate for our profession, and ultimately provide the best care possible to our patients. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so that you'll never miss a future episode. We have a lineup of esteemed guests and and thought leaders in the chiropractic community who will continue to share their expertise, offering you a well-rounded understanding of the profession. We'll also like to express our gratitude for our unwavering commitment of chiropractic contributors. Without your generous contributions, this podcast could not exist, nor could we do the work we're doing around the world. So this is a heartfelt thank you to all of you. Until next time, stay aligned, stay informed, and keep making a difference in the lives of those you serve. God bless.